0: May grace and peace be yours in abundance. From God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. You know, when you look outside, it seems like it's been pretty dark lately. I mean, today you kind of see a gloomy sky. But even when it's sunny, when that sun is glistening off the bright snow, it still seems like it's been pretty dark. It seems to be so dark during this time because life can feel so bogged down, so downtrodden, and so filled with struggle and strife that the words of our Lord in the gospel today, well, to be quite honest, I feel as if they have me feeling left alone. I feel as if I'm outside and left in the bitter, bitter cold. I feel as if I'm kind of left in the dark. For the Lord speaks and says, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life." But I still feel like the darkness is closing in. As the quarter comes to a close, the work starts to mount up. It starts to pile up as we look towards that very necessary vacation from the brutal and difficult daily grind. And it feels as if each day starts to be a bit darker, as if that light of passion for the kingdom work is being extinguished. I feel as if I'm kind of being left in the dark. In many ways, I find myself hearing the word of the Lord today and not exactly identifying with the promise of Jesus to have the light of life. No, instead, each paper that needs to be written, each test needing to be studied for, each book read from cover to cover causes me to feel as if I'm no longer being enlightened, but instead, sort of forced into a deep abandoning place of darkness. And that darkness, the one that seems to close in so quickly, can cause life to feel affected and afflicted. I've begun to struggle as I look out into the world and see how many are actually walking in the dark. I've begun to suffer because I look at how many Christians feel as if the lives of the faithful are failing while the lives of the unfaithful are flourishing. I believe that we all share in the pain of those who are facing times of hardship, while those who couldn't care less about the gospel are living lives that seem so carefree. And in this deep, deep darkness, I find myself struggling to identify with the promises of Jesus, but instead feeling more and more like the Pharisees, as if the daily grind of studies are in vain, as if the law is the only way that life can be governed, as if I'm becoming more and more concerned with being knowledge-filled and knowledge-based, rather than seeking that relationship with our God. And so feelings and emotions, those are tossed away. A spiritual life is no longer the focus, but it feels like a darkness of faith that is so disconnected, so robotic, and so truly extinguished that I find myself able to identify with the words of the Pharisees as they look at our Lord Jesus and say, you are bearing witness about yourself. Your testimony is not true. For your words, O Lord, feel like a prison surrounding my heart. Your words like a chain that is pulling me in a direction I am not ready to go. Like a weight when I lie down, like a stinging pain when I am awake. Your words, have made me feel as if so many are being pulled into that deep place of darkness, as if those words can sometimes feel so empty, as if they are an extinguished lamp that is no longer showing the way of life. But my dear sisters and brothers, those are not the words of the Lord making me feel that way, but the pain and struggle of a sinful world, the pain and struggle of sin seeking death. See, the evil one has surrounded me and surrounded you with temptation to make you feel as if you are simply being left in the darkness, as if the Lord does not give any one of us a light to follow him. The evil one makes it feel as if all of this learning, all the things we're supposed to know are meant to just frustrate us and feel us, make us feel almost imprisoned here on campus instead of being ones who go out to grow and to teach and to help others in their faith, to love our brother. See, the evil one tempts us to even question our God, even when we are here. Question why we are being stretched and pulled to the limits of our faith, when we feel as if there's so many things we could be out there doing. When we're sitting down and thinking, why am I here when I can be out there serving? And as we are being stretched, as we're being pulled to those very, very limits, it feels as if the only thing being pulled is the proverbial wool over our eyes, as if we are being left in the darkness. And that darkness is surrounding us and crushing us, the weight of that sinful world eating away at faith. In turn, I look and I recognize that I am not the only one having those struggles, but each of you in your own way is struggling with those same questions, with that same suffering, with the same darkness of evil that leaves you feeling captive and imprisoned left in that darkness, and left to do nothing more than question the testimony of Jesus. But the Lord hears those questions. He hears your cries out to him, your calling out, your prayers for faith, and your questions about the truth of his word. He hears you, and he hears me, calling out to him from the midst of a deep, deep darkness feeling left alone there under that stack of papers and that ton of books, under that family struggle or that difficult loss, under the darkness of sin that surrounds his faithful people. And in the midst of that darkness, he shines brightly. He shines brightly like the dawn of each and every new day, the sun shining, light eternal, the sun bearing witness not only of himself as Savior, but of our Father as Heavenly Father. For he does not judge as we judge. In the word we hear that he does not judge according to the flesh as he sees me and sees you struggling with darkness, hearing the questions, and, leave, and doesn't leave us alone there to suffer. Instead, he looks into that darkness and he steps in and shines brightly, just as he has since the beginning, giving his life to be our light. See, Jesus came not to be an unjust judge, but to receive our judgment, to take our sins, to lift us up from creation, to lift us up from the darkness, and in great love and mercy, to give his incredible light. The light that was promised since creation. The light of all that is his life. The light that is not overcome by darkness for that is the death and resurrection of Christ Jesus for his people. In the midst of darkness, he dies on the cross and is risen again for your salvation, bringing you into his light. He brings you out of that darkness and allows you to be his light for the world. He lifts you up from those dark places, out of the thoughts of the Pharisees out of the questions of his truth, out of the stress and strain of daily academic pressures, out of this pain and suffering of daily life, even out of the suffering that we are facing on this campus, in our synod, in the one holy Catholic and apostolic church, he lifts us out of that suffering and gives us his light, the light of the world to each one of you so that you become light for the world. You see that darkness out there, just as I do, and you face those challenges each and every day, being stretched, being pulled as far as you can to the very limits of your faith, facing that temptation and evil of sin. But our Lord gives to you his light so that you are not extinguished, not left alone in the darkness, but instead able to receive that light and set to be a burning flame, a torch that shines brightly, in the world. In your baptism, you receive that light, the light that is the fire of the Holy Spirit, and you receive the fuel for that light when you come forward and receive his precious body and blood, so that your flame of faith will burn until we are all joined together with our Lord on that last beautiful day. And in that flame of faith, with that flame, those challenges that stretch you, the challenges that pull you, they are not setbacks but they are fuel to your fire, strengthening the luminance of your light so that you can shine as brightly as the sun, the sun who makes all things possible. My dear sisters and brothers, you do not simply believe the true testimony as Jesus and the Father are witnesses to the light, but you have now become witnesses for a world that judges according to the flesh for those who still doubt as the Pharisees, for all who face the challenges of sin and are still left in that deep, deep darkness. For as they are imprisoned in heart, feeling pulled by a chain that pulls them in a direction they don't want to go, as they are weighted down as they lie and stung as they walk, you, in Christ Jesus, are made to be a light, a source of light that brings them to the one who gently binds their hearts, who leads them as they walk, who watches over them as they lie down, and who speaks with them as they are awake. You become a light that brings them to the true light, a light that brings them to Jesus. For you face those challenges, those struggles, and those sufferings each and every day as a blazing flame as one who possesses the light of the world that is life eternal, as the light that is not overcome by the darkness. And so sons and daughters of our heavenly Father, for those who are lost in this world when they look outside, it has been pretty dark. They're feeling bogged down, downtrodden, and so filled with struggle and strife, they're feeling as if they are left alone in the darkness, but you, each of you, are the light for them. You are the light that brings them to Jesus. And so be that light, a source of light to bring them to him, that their darkness may be overcome, that they may become witnesses to the world that they may follow the Son and receive the light of life. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.